Hi, Damien Marcus from 100 Not Out here. MP. Yes, Damo. We all know the importance of having a diary, but who wants a boring old day planner? Not me. Enter the journey of me. Ta-da! The incredible eight-month wellness journal designed especially for wellness peeps like you. Yes, Damo, this beautiful eight-month wellness guide is filled with questions, planners, exercises, reflective notes, and more. Endorsed by the Up For A Chat girls and loved the world over, the journey of me is a must-have if you're ready to live your best life for life. To purchase your very own journey of me and receive a free set of inspirational postcards, simply enter the code COUCH at www.wellandnew.com. That's www.w-e-l-l-i-n-e-u-x.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind, featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in everything you do. I'm Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and as always by my side, the champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. Lawrence Tam, great to hear your voice, and uh, we've just had a couple of little gremlins eat away at your internet cables up there in northern Sydney, and it's perfect, perfect that they do that, considering the topic that we're going to discuss today. Absolutely, absolutely. The uh, and so if we try to drop out again, we might have to restart this podcast. Ever, <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. We're we're on air right now, and uh, let's make this happen. So LT, I was in Melbourne recently, as you know, and uh, I was there for two days, and I didn't exercise for the two days. I went for a walk, but I don't really count a walk as exercise. I just call that going out for some fresh air. I went for a walk. With May, I walked the dog, and I uh, didn't exercise for two days before I left. I'd actually given Sarah, this said, so you get down the beach, and I was with the kids, and by that stage, I'd, by the time she came back, I just didn't get to doing it. And so, I wanted to have a chat today about what happens when we go off track, and, and how easy or how difficult do we find it to get back on track, the importance, perhaps, of actually going off track, but also, just as equally, the importance of getting back on track. What do you think? So let's be clear on a couple of things. Um, and when we say go off track, uh, it means that it's all relative. Okay. So when Marcus says he didn't exercise for two days, most of you going, yeah, so I haven't exercised for two years. So what are you talking about? You know? No, not most of the listeners. I reckon a very, only a very small minority of people on this podcast are going, yeah, maybe two years, but no. Yeah. No. So very, like, all I'm saying is it's all relative, right? So two days is a lot for Marcus um, and uh, where some of us actually need two days of rest. So it, I think it all depends. So for me, it's about, yes, do we go off track all the time? And uh, yes, I absolutely uh, 100% agree that we go off track all the time. I do. And uh, for me, I go track every single day of my life. Um, me too. And yeah. I think 7.34 billion other people will do as well. Yeah, and I think it's important about this podcast is go, how do we... How do we get back on track uh, every single day? <laughs> if, if you're me and Marcus, uh, Marcus and I, uh, or you know, or you know, some of you might just go off track once in a while. So how do we get back on track? So this, this is what this podcast podcast is going to be about. It's about giving you strategies and uh, helpful hints to help you focus in and getting back on the track so that you can be more productive and be world class. So this is the thing for me. Just coming back without having exercise, I was already hanging to exercise when I came back. So travel days will do that too. You're sitting down, you don't move as much, just in just general movement as much as you normally do. So you're just stiff. So for me, I was already hanging to wake up and 
go for a run. But I think the big thing, LT, is when you go off track, and I'm a big fan of going off track. For everyone listening, thinking that you know, LT and I are trying to create this 100% perfect lifestyle, absolutely not. But one thing that I enjoy about going off track is that I have a structure to come back to. I have my on-track structure on my routine. So I know that I exercise at 6 o'clock in the morning. I get up at 5, I do some creativity things between 5 and 6, and then I go for a run or do exercise from 6 till 7. And then I swap with Sarah. She goes, does her thing till 8 o'clock. So we've got a routine. So it was easy to know that I was coming back to a routine. When I was in Melbourne, I did not have that routine and I had Maya. Um, so it was just not as easy. So I just, you know, I just um, got up with Maya and then just went from there. So I think having, having like your ideal structure or your ideal routine to, to stay on track, I think, is really important. Yeah, structure is definitely uh, a very critical thing. We talked about in that in the last podcast, um, you know, where we talked about having a structure to kind of get you back focused is going to be really important. And the structure is what we fall into. The, most of us actually have a structure. You just probably don't realize it. It's a structure cool. that you probably unconsciously designed um, or you followed because you learned it from a friend or circumstances put you in that uh, that way or environment or your parents or your friend, you know, whatever that got you doing the same routine every single day. And so our... Uh, you know, I, my suggestion is to kind of go, well, how, what can you do to recreate or evaluate the current structure? If it's not working, then change it. And I'm constantly changing my structure, like, you know, whatever structure I'm working on right now. And if you go back to the last 80 episodes of the Inside Champions Mind, the structure that I start probably started, you know, when like say episode 13 is going to be completely different than the structure now. And, mm. you know, probably from the last episode, because it's been two weeks, right? So um, because I'm constantly changing, I'm constantly trying to tweak. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, but I guess I got it like sort of some sort of ADD. Like it's I'm always trying to look for different things to kind of make me productive because I get bored very easily. So and you just want to improve, and you're always on constant stimulus. Because if you're like me, you don't want the same routine. Like I don't want to do the same exercise every day. No, I don't want to do the same thing every day. Like I'm constantly craving new stimulation, easily bored, not in ADD kind of way. But it's like once you've done it and you've done it. You don't want to have to continually do it again. Yeah, if, and, and so sometimes, but sometimes, though, just to kind of you know contrast that, sometimes people need to do the same thing every day, like yeah, well, you know, yeah, to kind of to kind of really get them to stay focused, so they don't have to think, you know. So that's okay too, as well. So whatever works for you, that's the key. Is that is that you want to build a structure where um, you you recognize that where you're weakest at. And you want to basically make it so that it's autonomous, like it just makes it function every single day that you don't have to think and uh, to make it work. So whatever works for you, if you're, un- you're if you're undisciplined like me, you need to build structure in your life because yeah. even though you would hate it, you actually will function way better for it and it gives you more freedom because you actually have structure. Um, even though that's because you have no structure, that's why you get nothing done and that's why you need to create structure to get things done. Well, that's why you. We've, I feel like we've recorded lots of podcasts on similar things in terms of like how we structure our days. Like, you know, I'm 45 minutes on and in 15 minutes off. And if I don't have something like that, then I know that I would go everywhere. Like I'd go from here to, to the next distraction, to the next idea, to the next thing and then the next email and the next YouTube video and then, you know, the next phone call and the rest. And if I did that, nothing would ever get done. So having something to always come back to when the odd phone call does come in or the email that you do answer, you do that takes longer than you're expecting or the YouTube video that you're just urging to watch and then you, if you'd have nothing to go back to, to pull you back into line, then it's all over Red Rover. 
Well, I think that's why variety is so important. You know, I've discussed this many times of, you know, taking quarterly breaks and, and just, you know, changing something in the quarter to kind of take a break and reevaluate how you are you doing. And I'll recommend, you know, either like a mini holiday or a mini break from your life or your daily routine so that you actually challenge. Sometimes there's a variety of within the workplace. I mean, I have an office here. It's a great office, a beautiful office surrounded by greatness. But at the end of the day, I can't be here every day. Like mm-hmm. I need to move. I need to go to a cafe or do something. Like yesterday I had to get out because uh, I knew if I didn't get out, I would just get nothing done because yeah, it's because it's school holidays and the kids are running around and you know they're they're coming in and and it's just it's just distracting and I knew I had to get these two emails done and I need to be creative and so I just went to a cafe and just you know uh, and just started typing you know and then went to another cafe for lunch it was just, it was just like I had to just I just felt bad you know that when you get to a point <laughs> where you get to a cafe yeah, for sure, like oh for I think sure. I've over uh, I understand uh, my welcome yeah. my four dollar herbal tea has run its race time to go and get lunch somewhere <laughs> yeah that's right I'd better change menu and so um, I just think that it's important important to do those types of things uh, it's really important to to sort of create uh, a, a variety in your life and uh, you know whether it be daily quarterly or whatever it's just change the pace um, but you know I've just been in the Philippines with my staff and uh, you know with with, with my uh, and just had a really great uh, conversations and spent you know th- two or three days really nutting out all the things that we've done well and all the things that we're having problems with and uh, recreating what our structure is going to be moving forward into 2016 and um and that's great because it allows us to kind of, you know, create structures in our lives and our team to make us more efficient and uh, to get back onto it. And, you know, one of the key things is that th- taking a pause to self-evaluate, uh, whether your business, your life, your relationships or whatever it is, and evaluate how are you doing is very important. That's one of the key things that I learned. And so you're talking about getting off track is that you, rec- you got to first recognize you're off track. That's the number one thing. Like if you're not aware that you're off track, that's a problem. You know, mm-hmm. this comes a lot in relationships, for example, and I'm guilty of this where, you know, we kind of go on a relationship thinking that everything's okay. And then all of a sudden, like my wife will bottle up, bottle up, bottle up. And then all of a sudden she just blows out. Like she's just like, ah, you know, and it's like, <laughs> well, I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, you married to Sarah or you married to <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that because I was on track. I was on track. <laughs> so I was on track on my, you know. My... Tell you what, for our, our wives, I think, were separated at birth because they've never met each other, Karen and Sarah, but oh my gosh, they sound so similar that's right because we were so on track that we yes. forgot the other track <laughs> that we need to jump Oops. jump on that train once in a while so, yeah and um so i think it's important to take a pause uh every once in a while to kind of go hey how has everything been um you know what's working what you know what was successful and we celebrate our wins and go what wasn't successful and although that hurts um you know one of the first things we did actually at, at in the philippines with my team was the first thing we did was to kind of list out all the problems that we actually had it was my god that list was long yeah. <laughs> so long and we're going how on earth are we ever going to solve this right how are and, we functioning with all of this going on and then you know and then exactly so one of the key things though is to, to kind of at least put it out there and look at it and go wow i didn't even yeah. know that was going on this is like oh my god there's so many things that that, that we actually had to, to work through and uh then we had to work out a plan because by putting a pause we looked at the business we looked at our structures and what was wasn't working what was working and then going all right well let's start chiseling away at some of the things that were not working and then start building structures around it and and so if you take that same analogy and put it back to our lives, I think that's what we need to do. We know whether it be your relationships, whether it be your friendships, whether it be your business, your daily routines, your exercise, your food habits, whatever, you got to make sure you evaluate them. Otherwise, um, you're just going to go on the same routine and, you know, it'll be a year, two years, three years later, you start to go back, oh, why didn't I do that earlier? 
So you, what you're talking about is, is clearly defining what your ideal is, right? Like what, what your ideal day of food looks like, what your ideal exercise looks like, what your ideal relationships um, are like, what your ideal friendships and work and the rest, yeah? And no, so you've got something I, to... I don't think so. No, no. I'm, I'm actually no, just I'm saying... I'm misreading you here. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that you need to be aware of aware of like how each one of those things are going on right now like take a pause and like a almost like taking a pulse right if you oh, t- like if an I, audit yeah yeah yeah, yeah right. if you're doing an audit yeah. if i take a pulse right now like i kind of i need to know what i'm starting with i think most of us know what we want like i think you know not maybe not a clear defined but most of us kind of have an ambition for what a relationship would look like we probably don't spend enough time to actually you know dive deep into what exactly we want but for majority of the time, you know, regards to structured business relationships and us, we actually have a this, you know, exact sort of plan of what we would like to look like, and then what we need to do is, uh, thank you, Karen. Um, my wife just brought in this beautiful smoothie. So these, oh, we talked about you, beautiful wives, isn't it? Last time, so uh, we'll have to honor that. Right on cue. <laughs> Um, and uh, so it's about really creating um, at the, so being first of all being aware of what's actually going on what, what's actually happening um, taking a pulse and then you know I don't think you need to do this every quarter per se but maybe every year um, or every six months to kind of re relook at it and go you know does our our vision of the future actually be is it something that we actually want anymore because it could have changed yeah absolutely and it's okay for it to change Yes. Oh, definitely. Definitely. My, you know, like what you thought six months ago or even yesterday uh, for me uh, is, is not necessarily <laughs> um, the way I want to go towards and, and having time to reflect upon it. And that's why, you know, sometimes people say like, you know, you travel a lot and you, you must hate flying. I, to be honest with you, I actually love flying because um, yeah. it gives me, you know, a lot of time on the plane to kind of really reflect and have no you know, disruption from anybody to kind of go, well, like, is this working? Is this what I want? And that's where I spend a lot of my time doing is to kind of reflect on, on what's happening in the last quarter. Is, is it working? And obviously if things are not working that I need to change and, and be more creative if I can. All right. So with all of that, then I want to shift gears if I may, and then talk about the elephant in the room. And that is the desire to go off track and the fulfillment in going off track and enjoying going off track, knowing full well that we do go back on track, assuming I'm going to say that we're going to go back on track. Because I personally, I love going off track, um, but I do it consciously and I do it because it's fun. So, for example, um, just being in Melbourne with Maya, we, we went out to uh, Max Brenner's Chocolate. Do you know Max Brenner's? Do you have that in Sydney? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Max Brenner's Chocolate Cafe, right? And um, My it's family's cho- favourite place chocolate heaven oh, one, one of the favorite places they got like chocolate go heaven yeah. and let's not beat around the bush it's not a health food store folks um it is chocolate heaven and i know i'm not going there to get a hit of nutrition i'm going there for a hit of fun and so i took maya there on uh monday morning and uh oh my gosh i have never seen her eyes light up so enthusiastically when a, a hot chocolate that was four times bigger than she was and she was never a chance to finish it really we should have shared it but that's another story but she had so much fun and for all of the off trackness of a beautiful hot chocolate oh my gosh she had so much fun and it was such good family time and we were there with her two cousins and her uncle sarah's brother and we had so much fun and more than happy to go off track, knowing full well that it only happens every now and again. 
I think I'll, and I've never actually thought about going off track. Actually, that's a, that's an interesting um, concept, Marcus. I was actually wondering where you were going to go with it. Um, I didn't think I was going to say like go to McDonald's for a Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm, I just never thought about actually going off track um, uh-huh. because I guess maybe because I go off track every single day of my life anyway. <laughs> 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 but purposely doing it, it's like oh man, do I do want to do that? Um, yeah, so I think. Yeah, I mean, it's important to kind of make sure that you you do take take the time to to kind of stop things. And that's what I mean by having the quarterly checkup and the quarterly quarterly audit is because it's like you can't, I I don't know, certain people have that personality to be able to sustain um, longevity of discipline and willpower to continue doing something, the same routine, whatever, every single day. And some people have that willpower. I don't. And yeah. I think it's harder and harder in today's age uh, for, for people to, to be able to sustain that. Um, even, you know, for me, like I know that I need to kind of change it up once in a while. And, you know, for example, like we talked about workouts, I think in this episode or maybe the last one, you know, it needs to be in variety. I can't do the same thing every single day. I need to, to have variety every single day. Uh, otherwise, I will get bored out of my mind if I was doing <laughs> the same thing over again. So You sound um, outraged at the thought of it. Oh, it just, yeah, like, you know, you know what this thing is, like, when we travel, like, when I travel, honestly, um, you know, when I have to go and create my own routine or follow a routine, it's just not the same. Yeah. It's just not the same oh, showing really. up in your box or your gym to yeah. to follow someone else telling you what to do. It's just like, it. it's just, you just don't push yourself. I mean, I push myself, you know, relatively hard lately. Uh, I'm becoming a little bit more disciplined. Um, however, it's not fun. Like, it's not fun. Uh, you know, and we were in the Philippines and, we, you know, I led the workouts, which was a little bit more fun than just doing it myself. You know what I mean? One day I, I literally was there for six and no one showed up at in, like at 620, 625. I'm like, where is everybody? Like, and no. I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm just doing it myself. And which is like, it just wasn't fun. <laughs> like, I was just talking. Oh, Taki, I don't know. He was Science. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another story. <laughs> I think I I I I I I burpee, You don't want to tell me in, do you? I I everybody else the day before. They think they were sore from the day before. So Oh, um, ex us in the Philippines. Now we know. Yeah, it was it, so the thing is is that I think you do uh, do you have to go off track all the time? I think we'd naturally do it. Uh I think it's important to kind of yeah, put some variety and spice in your life. Um, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things that I think is important. It's um, uh, it's fascinating that you say this about people that just almost like they crave doing the same thing every day, and others crave not doing the same thing every day. And I often I think of Tommy Hafey, who we interviewed on One Hundred No Doubt. He would get up at five o'clock in the morning, and he would go and swim um, for uh, like five hundred meters or a k, and then he'd run five or six k's, and he'd do five hundred um, push-ups, like no kidding and like 500 sit-ups, and, and he did it every day, whether he went to bed at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, he would still get up and do it. His only rule was that on the weekends, he would do it, but it didn't matter if he did it at 8 o'clock in the morning or 6 in the morning or 10 in the morning. It was just that he did it. And he craved that everyday same routine. And I often go, but I just don't, I don't crave that at well, all. And you I do, think well, you do crave. The, the, the difference is the that it's in detail. Thing. Every day. It's routine though. The thing is that the difference is is that you just crave it at a different level. So yeah. for example, he's detailed in exactly what exercise he has to do. Um, because that's the routine that he built and that he he has attributed that particular routine to be um to to make him the best of who he is. Yes. Right? For you, it's like you wake up at five o'clock in the morning to exercise. That's your routine. 
Yeah. Right for other people thinking that that's insane, right? Now you might do a different variety of uh, exercise in the five o'clock, but your you made your routine to be five o'clock in the morning. Some people's routine is like they get up and the first thing they have to have is coffee. They can't go without yeah. coffee. That's their routine. I look at that and go, that's freaking insane. That's nuts, <laughs> right? That's because I don't drink coffee, right? <laughs> However, well, I imagine Sarah on a coffee at five o'clock in the morning. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so the house would be a madhouse. Well, that's the thing. Like everybody has a different type of routine that they built in, but it's yeah. not so much the the what's the routine. It's actually what the routine represents for that person. Yes, good one. I think that's more important to, to think to evaluate. Because all of us are different. Some of us are night owls. Some of us are morning people. Some of us are people who function, you know, in the afternoon. It doesn't really matter. You just got to find what works for you, and you know. You know how I used to be as a, as, you know, as a, you know, university boy uh, compared to how I am now. There's different routine that work. I used to study out till two o'clock in the morning, and I had roommates that would study out till four o'clock in the morning. I just couldn't get past two. Two o'clock was my limit. For some people, like my wife, it's like eleven o'clock. That was the max she would ever go. Right. And I'm a last-minute person. My wife is an absolute yeah. like planner, right to the T. She will be <laughs> studying an exam for like a month in advance, and I'm this guy who's still carrying the textbook and into the exam as yeah. uh, as I try to find my seat. You know, um, so everybody's different. I think you got to play to your strengths. And so those the, the routines though are there to basically create meaning and create the the the, the representation um, to create structure in your life to whatever extent if you need to be that detailed to know exactly how much you know milliliters of almond milk you need to have in your cereal and <laughs> how much you know weight or how many grams you have to have forage you need to have them preferably that that's what you need to to create routine in your life fantastic but some people don't need that and that doesn't make them you right and them wrong. No, I, I think it's about really just creating routines that help you. Whatever routines you need to build is to help you create structure in your life. I, to me, honestly, I don't want you to follow my structure because my structure might not work for you. Um, we're all, you know, we're all in different businesses. We're all in different uh, circumstances. I got two young kids, and not even just kids, but I have kids who are specifically age of four, seven and four, and they all have different responsibilities or care that I need to do. Um, you know, you know how they sleep, all that thing, all those things. I have a, you know, a wife that you know has just different personalities than you know everybody else. For example, like you know, that might be similar to Sarah, for example, but it might be different than the listener's husband or the wife. So there's a lot of circumstances we need to take into consideration. And so we can't just go, oh, Tony Robbins is doing this. I should be able to do that. You know, yeah. and that's just not true. Like, you know, if you look take a Tony Robbins, like he might exercise a certain way. The guy, the guy is a freaking giant, right? <laughs> right? He is a giant, right? <laughs> So I can't be doing same, the same thing as he does, uh, but he has a, a thyroid problem. I'm not a thyroid problem. He's got a, a, a uh, hormone. His, um, um, I can't remember which pituitary what, gland. Pituitary gland was you know uh, was overfiring at, at, when he was younger. That's why he's so big. But he his muscle routines or his exercise routine doesn't necessarily function for me. I'm not suggesting anybody do CrossFit. Right. I'm just saying you should go and exercise. Do whatever thinks you are. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's uh, you know meditation. The thing is, is that building routines is the important thing we're talking about. And no one's right or no one's wrong. However, you don't have routines to help you. You know, well, I think the the best thing we're trying to say is build structures and routines to help you get back into whatever you want to get back to earlier and sooner and faster rather than trying to delay it. Because oftentimes, what we you know initially kind of got into the discussion is when you go off track, how do you get back on track? You know, and how do you get back on track? Well, first, I think it's about making sure you have some sort of routine, because if you don't have routine and structure to begin with, it's very hard to start again from scratch. Right? If you have just say, for example, 
just say you have a uh, a healthy uh, sort of uh, an eating routine that you eat that you know it's going to be healthy. If you just stuck to those types of food um, every single week in those meals and that, and say you know from Monday to Sunday, then you know that that's going to get you back on track to help you lose weight. And or and or maybe an exercise routine, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if you go and just do, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, a CrossFit exercise Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you go to the gym at early morning, that seems to work in the past. Right. So that's a structure. Now you go off track for two weeks on holiday in Hawaii and you come back and you go, oh, man, I need I know I need to get back into it. Now, if you didn't have that routine, guess what? You have to spend all that energy and time and effort to think about a routine and build structure like that's hard. But if you already have a routine and a structure, all you have to do is plug and play. Like it's already installed software and, and you just got to press go, right? And that's that's the challenge. When you don't have a routine, you when you go off track, it's harder to plug back in. All I'm saying is that when you start with a routine or like a, a specific software, um, uh, you know you can plug it in at any point, even if it's a month or two months later, or even a year you just got to press go again. Whenever yeah. you decide to press go, take responsibility and press go, you'll get back on track really quickly. But if you don't have anything, how much work is it to design your routine? Like, think about it. Like, how long did it take you to get up early at five o'clock in the morning and be comfortable with it? Oh, well, I'm still, like you said, was it this podcast or the other one? Like, it's, I'm still in the middle of, it's, I'm in the hard phase. Because I've said to Sarah, I say to Sarah probably at least twice a year, babe, I'm going to start getting up at five o'clock. <laughs> She, she just laughs at me because I say it twice a year and I get about a month or two in and it creeps out to 5.30 and quarter to 6 and then it goes back to 6 o'clock. But I'm about three weeks in at the moment and I'm more determined than ever. But I can't say, because of my history, I can't say this is going to happen 100% because this is the hard phase and I can see why it doesn't happen so easily. But I know, but like you said earlier, we go through phases of our life. Like the phase of life I'm in now, I'm more determined than ever to be up because I've got a bigger reason for doing it yeah whereas three or four years ago the reasons weren't as compelling and i really like what you said like we transition through different chapters of our life like you know uni life versus today's life it's very different your reasons for doing things are completely different so having the awareness that you're a different person or a different stage of life now compared to what you were means you create the routine that works for you now so it doesn't matter when you get up or go to bed it really depends on what's best for you to be the best version of yourself right now well, you're constantly evolving. I mean, like I would look back at my life, you know, I'm sure all of you have done this. If you went back to high school, like you think back to your high school days, right? You go, yep. man, I wasted so much time. <laughs> like honestly. So one, uh, just, yeah. just, 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 we had we had year 13. Like I went to um, like 13 years of high, like we went to year 13, uh, self-explanatory. Most people finished at year 12. We just had an extra year um, in Canada. You know, it's slower in Canada. What's the deal there? <laughs> no, we're just more mature. Uh, they actually <laughs> took that off maybe a few years after I left. But we went all the way to year 13. So in my year 13, I structured my classes in a way that I only, wor- only uh, went to class in the mornings. I had two classes a day. And both days, I only went class from like 8.30 to like 12. I had every afternoon off for a whole year. What did you do? Watch the 49ers. No, I watched like Bold and the Beautiful. Like it was just something ridiculous. <laughs> like honestly, I was like, oh, people will be laughing. <laughs> I, oh, bold just, and the Beautiful. If I, I can't remember what it was. It was Young and the Wrestlers or Bold and Beautiful yeah. or something stupid like that. And I look back in my life and go, my God, I wasted half 
a, like half my life, like half a day for five days a week for a whole entire year. I did nothing. If I can you imagine if I actually like studied programming or something, I could be like Steve Jobs by now, right? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and 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 I look back and go, man, I could have done that. And now I look back and say, you know. I look at some of the the twenty year olds, you know, the people in their twenties and uh, twenty year olds, even late twenties, and and before kids. I remember, remember the days before kids, Marcus. Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, man, like I wish I had that time back. You know, yeah. I would have been way more. I, mean, I did a lot, but at the same yeah, time, I would have done so much more. Oh my gosh, you know, and you go, I would have saved my money a hell of a lot more. I would have yeah. been. Far more respectful of cash. Exactly, and so like the last episode we talked about, they go, you know, after your kids, you change your 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 discipline and you change your 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 focus and stuff. And it's it's true as as we age and as we as time goes on, you become more and more focused, and you become you 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 recognize how time is the problem, the only commodity you got um, that's ticking over all the time. So you just you are more disciplined with the time. So that's, I don't care if you are 20 years old right now listening to this. I don't care if you're 70 years old. Time is the only thing you got. And so what you do in that time is going to be very important. And I think it's, I, I recognize how important it is and I still waste it. So, which means is that I got to, you know, constantly create structure, constantly look at the time and realizing that I know I only got a limited time on this earth and I need to do everything possible with it. And do I slip away? Yes. Like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, I do it every day. I let it slip away every day. But... Every day, you know, I ask the same question, and this is the question I've been asking for about a month now, or um, you know, maybe two months. I've been asking us what what warrior or champion, you know, character do I, characteristic do I need to bring? Where in the, what sorry, what circumstances today am I going to bring out the champion in me? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and that that first little question um, that I ask myself every day forces me to think about where I need to be be a champion today in my life and at the end of the day i ask her where what three what three things was i a champion today at and that reminds me going if it was if it was nothing then i need to reflect upon that and be ready for tomorrow and so it's okay to to not have a great day or it's okay to waste a day once in a while you know it's important like you can't be working all the time um but it's, it's about recognizing that you're not doing that too many days in a row yeah good call this is the thing off track is not a state of being. It's just a, it's a fleeting, it's a fleeting moment where you go, wow, this is cool. I'm off track, and then you go, okay, had enough of that, going on track. Because I just tell you, when I came back from Melbourne, having had uh, been off track for a couple of days, particularly food wise, where it's just really I did whatever I want. Man, it was a hell of a lot of fun, but not sustainable. <laughs> off track. If you think of it from the on the car analogy, the wheels get hammered. The engine can get done. The JUCO can get scratched and smeared and all types of other things. You can have lots of trouble. There can be all kinds of danger. And um, in the end, it could be fun for a little while, but not for a long while. So um, I think it's got to be done, but I don't think it's a lifestyle. Well, I think it's important to, to really kind of put a pause and, and put a break onto your life and, and spend some time with the family and, and, and do whatever you need to do that you know gets you rejuiced and refired. I mean, I couldn't imagine going a whole entire... I remember... Actually, the most stressful period of my life was my my as I'm in the last podcast was my first year when when Kat was born, and yeah. not just because it was difficult, but it was actually the first year and the only year of the last uh, maybe ten twelve years of our lives that we didn't take a holiday, like we didn't take a break from anything. Yeah. Um, I went to work, came home, and worked as a sense, and uh, and I recognized that you know that's a story I told myself, and maybe it's only a story, but that was the most stressful period of my life, and. I, we made a vow and said, we're never doing that again. And so that's when I, you know, 
um, you know, decided to put in travel dates in between and every quarter is because for that reason is because I don't want to feel that way. And trust me, my whole entire family, because now it's such a structure. If I, if, you know, some, you know, in the last couple of years, it's just because of all the moving and all the stuff that's been going on. If they don't, if they, if they don't get on a, if they don't like feel like, uh, they're moving, going somewhere in, the, in three or four months period, they get itchy. Like they're yeah. going like, what's going on? Like what's happening? It's, it's so strange, right? And, yeah. and, and, and it, sure it's, it's my own doing, but it's, I think it's, it's, I'm really, glad you've done it. I'm glad I've done it. Yeah. And, you know, I've traveled so much in the last two years. Like, honestly, if I'm not on a plane every month, I, I'm something like, what's going, going on? on? Something's going yeah. on. Like I need to get, I need to fly. Like I need yeah. to be in the air and get some radiation for some reason. Yeah, We breathe a sigh of relief in our family, as I'm sure you do. If there's no flights for a month, we look at the calendar and we go, oh my gosh, there's no flights this month. I'm like, oh, we'll, we'll actually have a bit of routine. But then by the time the month comes up, this is a funny why Maya and I flew down to Melbourne. I hadn't been on a plane for a month. Yep. And I was like, okay, you it. Per- good excuse. <laughs> Baby's born. <laughs> I'll take someone with me as well. And it'll be fun. And it creates a real buzz in the family because then Darby had special time with mum and the rest. And I think you're right, LT. Like, it, it's not for everyone. And we're not talking about just our situation. But whatever situation you're in right now, it's as we've said a number of times on the podcast that is not the situation for everyone but if you know that's how you roll or that's how your family rolls and that's how you all thrive as a unit then just roll with it and there's nothing we don't have to label it right wrong good bad it's just the way it is and i think it's really important to be at peace with that well i think it's good because you start to realize what you crave for like it's like exercise right i'm sure if you yeah uh, marcus because now you've done a routine right so because you've done a routine and you've done it for such a long time you start to crave for it right so like it's like if you don't exercise for like a week it almost like it. You, you can survive. You're not going to die, but guaranteed, there's a part of you going like, oh, "I'm dying." I'm feeling like I'm dying. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. Or like yeah. if you go out, you know, like I've done this. Obviously, you know, when we travel, like you just don't eat the best just because you're you're you don't have the same food yeah. that's available. So then you just go like after after a week, I'm done. Like if I yeah. go to Bali and I eat, no, I don't. Not that I eat crap food. I eat the best I can. And then yeah. af- after about like honestly, after five days of hotel food, yeah. I'm like. I can't, the first thing I come back to, and Damien, you will love this, I like, literally, my first meal is usually forage. Yeah, good it's work. First, because it's like, you know, it's the easiest and quickest thing I can grab my hands on that's going to be healthy, and it's right there, and I don't have to cook it, yeah. you know? And I crave for a salad when I get home, especially when you go to Asian country, because they just don't have salads yeah. and greens. So it's about getting back into routine is easy once you build a structure around it and make it a routine on a regular basis, and that, you know, once you go off track, you'll get back on track very, very quickly. This has been great therapy, I'll tell you. Oh, I love this it. This has been great therapy. Thanks for your wisdom, as always. Thank you to the listeners for listening to our, our uh, us ranting on about our therapy <laughs> sessions. <laughs> Guys, uh, love, maybe uh, we can help you out in some way. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Inside Champions Mind. We'll love to hear your problems that you're struggling with so that we can talk about it. We'll bring it up to bring it up, and uh, we can maybe chat about it and hopefully uh, you know, create uh, some solutions for you. Go to the Wellness Couch. Uh, tell people about it. Go to or check out our new Facebook, uh, sorry, a website. It's, it's fantastic. We got new shows coming up there every single time. And uh, you know, you'll see Marcus on the 100 Not Out show, and you'll find me on the Wellness Guys show as well. And uh, you know, and obviously, you'll find us on Inside the Champion's Mind. If this is the first time you're ever listening, make sure you uh, go to our iTunes uh, on uh, and subscribe us to us there and uh, make sure you give us a rating and star rating there and comment uh, that'd be great it will help us uh, you know help us on the ratings but more importantly if you think someone can get uh, uh, a really good up uh, you know just don't keep this a secret basically what I'm just want to say is tell someone about it pass it on to some other uh, someone that you care about that you think will get uh, some benefit from listening to our show this is Inside Champions Mind a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world class in anything you do I'm Lawrence Sam he's Marcus Pierce see you on the next episode
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.